You're tuned into the God Put Me Up On Game podcast. This is the podcast for winners. I'm Kristen R. Harris, your host, and I'm here to share all that good, good game. So grab your pen and pad because when God speaks, you better take notes. Remember, God puts us up on that good game because he wants us to win. All right, winners, let's huddle up and get into this week's good game. Hey, winners, what's going on? I know it's been a minute, but I'm back blessing this mic. I have missed you guys so much. I have missed coming down to the winner's circle. Thank you guys so much for always joining me for coming down to the winner's circle to get put up on this good, good game. You know how much I appreciate you. But just in case you don't, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for um, being patient with me as I make these transitions. I told y'all I have a senior this year. So homegirl is taking up all my time, but it is all in a good way. It's a blessing to be able to just see my daughter flourish and, you know, she just went on prom recently. We're getting ready for graduation. She's um, receiving scholarship awards. She's receiving academic awards and being honored. So I'm just really busy, guys. And so I'm also in the midst of launching a new business venture. So that's why I've been away, but I have been thinking about you guys. And I said, I am coming down to the winner circle this week because I got to share this good, good game. This is something that God has given me um, a few months ago, actually, maybe at least a month and a half ago. And I said, I'm going to come down to the winner circle and share it. So I'm super excited for the opportunity to do that today. But before I get into that, y'all know I like to share messages and reviews and DMs and all of that, but I don't have any to share. Why y'all not talking to me? Is it because I'm not talking to you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, y'all, you know I love to hear from you. Slide in my DM. Write a review on Apple. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing some reviews on the other platforms, but I don't know how to get to them. I only know how to get to the Apple podcast. So maybe I need to do a little digging and research because you guys may be talking to me on iHeartRadio. I know a lot of you listen on iHeartRadio. I had no idea. So shout out. To my iHeartRadio listeners, I know I've said it before, but when I realized that I had such a huge following over there, I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting about you. I appreciate you guys so much. Now, listen, I want to huddle up and I want to get into this good game. I don't really have any church announcements today or um, pregame announcements, as I like to call them. I don't have any pregame announcements, but we're going to huddle up and get into this good, good game really quickly. Um... I do have a game changer that I can't wait to share with you guys. It is our first game changer in a while. And I'm super excited because, listen, we are going to really talk about some stuff that has been taboo. Okay, taboo in the church, taboo in ministry. And I'm excited to share that episode really soon. So you guys stay tuned to that. That's going to be for the husbands and the wives just to give you a little taste. It's going to be for the husbands and the wives. So I encourage you guys to um, look forward to that. Again, I we're still looking for game changers. So if you have the courage to come on here and share your story, 
I'm, this is my first time ever opening it up to the public. And so I'm looking for you. So don't be afraid. I'll be sure to drop the form in the show notes so that you can go and submit for that. Listen, y'all, let's huddle up and get this good, good game. As I said, this is something that has been on my heart for a minute. And um, the Lord said, is you need to share this because it's going to help to free up some other people. So you guys know I've been very vocal about my journey over the last couple of months, just everything that I went through last year and the things that I had to endure. And at the top of this season, I came and I shared that episode, Fight, Win, Recover. And I shared with you guys how I realized or how the Lord had to reveal to me that I was really suffering from PTSD. Like the trauma that I was experiencing, I, I didn't realize that, well, I didn't, I, I guess I can say I didn't realize that it was trauma. And so as the Lord began to reveal to me, yes, ma'am, this is trauma and you're in post traumatic stress disorder, right? And until you deal with this, you're going to keep on replaying things. And so one of the things that was a result of that PTSD, a result of that trauma was that I was suffering from survivor's remorse. Really crazy for me to even think that I was going through that. But um, I realized one day that I was replaying everything and, and God was telling me to start sharing my story, but I was afraid to share it because I really had survivor's remorse. I would, I felt bad because I had made it out. And I know that that sounds crazy to a lot of people who may be listening to me right now, but listen, y'all survivor's remorse or survivor's guilt or survivor's regret, depending on who is talking about it, it may be called all three of those things, but that's a real thing. It's a real thing. And so I just want to talk through it today because somebody listening to me, you're dealing with that right now. And yours may not be related to an illness. Yours may be related to just surviving um, an attack, surviving domestic abuse, surviving and making it out the hood. Okay. Cause that's, that's survival, surviving and making it out of toxic situations, surviving and making it out of whatever was designed to kill you. And because you survived now you're on the other side and you're carrying guilt and that guilt can come because you feel bad that you made it out and other people didn't. You feel bad because just because you made it out. And it may not even be that other people didn't make it out, but you feel bad. And I'm reminded of an episode that we did um, maybe two seasons ago. I had um, Lisa, Lisa, her last name is escaping me right now, but she was Lisa Tate, Lisa Tate Stevenson, I believe is her name. And she was on the podcast and she was sharing um, her story of making it out of the 9-11 attacks. And she did share how even in that she dealt with survivor's remorse for quite some time that began to turn into depression. Why? Because she made it out and so many others didn't. And so I want to talk to those of you who have survived some things, who have survived some things, but you can't even live in the the beauty of that testimony because there's some remorse associated with it. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. So as I said, God was really telling me to get out and to begin to open my mouth and to share my testimony and to share how I had been healed of cancer and how I was 
just completely whole and all the things that I had walked through. But I'm going to be honest with you all. I was afraid. I was afraid to share my story. One, because I felt like I didn't even know if I was really healed. I was like, God, what if this is not real? What if this is fake? What if, what if, what if it's coming back? What if I'm doing all of this only to embarrass the both of us? And God checked me real quick. He was like, ma'am, this, your, my reputation is on the line, not yours. And that's all he had to say to me, right? <laughs> For me to be like, okay, God, uh, well, look, you, you go ahead and get your shine on. But I still was afraid because I didn't want people to look at me and feel like I was better than them because I decided to to choose a different journey. I decided that I didn't want to do chemo. And if you if you miss my story, you want to go back and listen to last week's episode. Well, not last week's episode, but the the previous episode, which is entitled "My Holistic Journey um, to Healing from Breast Cancer." You want to go back and listen to that because I really laid out exactly um, some of the things that I did to to get to this point, but. The Lord, I, I was like, God, you know, I'm afraid. I'm I'm afraid to share this because I didn't do what most people do. And so I feel bad for making it out. I feel bad for making it out. And I still have a hair full of hair on my head. I feel bad for making it out. And I didn't have to get sick or, or go through those treatments. And I know, again, just saying this out of my mouth sounds so ridiculous, but that's why it's so important to have you some friends around you because I I told my friends, see, I've worked through this now. And so that's why I'm sharing it publicly. You guys know I'm very transparent, but generally by the time you hear this, I've already worked through it. I've gotten my healing. I've gotten my deliverance. And so I had to share this with those who were around me, who could pray me through because I had to be very, just very open and transparent with them and let them know what I was battling because I did not want to feel like that. I wanted to be obedient. I wanted to share my story, but I had to get past that survivor's remorse. I had to get past that guilt. And so I just want to kind of walk through just the the clinical side of what survivor's remorse looks like. Again, it is a symptom of PTSD, but I want to walk through it because I feel like, again, there's someone listening to me. It has to be because God has been like nudging me for the past like six, seven weeks. Like, uh, did you forget about that podcast? I wanted you to record. Did you forget about that episode? So let's talk about it. So I, I got this, um, I, I went to a website. I don't remember the exact website. You know, I love to get people there. I think this came from the Mayo Clinic, but we're going to kind of just walk through what survivor's remorse is and how it shows up. And now I'm going to relate it back to just what I was dealing with, because I want you to be free. I want you to be able to, to stand and walk freely in your victory, walk freely in your deliverance, walk freely in your healing. When you're suffering from survivor's remorse, then you can't even enjoy the beauty of what God has brought you out of. You can't even enjoy that. You can't even really give God the glory because you're, you don't even think you deserve to be on this side of it. You don't, you, you don't even feel like you're worthy to even bask in, in what God has done for you. And no, you know, are, are we really worthy? Probably not. But because of 
who God has called us because of how he views us, then we are worthy because the shedding of the blood of Jesus, we are worthy, right? And so you are worthy of what God has given you. So let's look at this really quickly. So number one, um, survivor's remorse. You have guilt about surviving. It's like, if you remain safe and sound, or if you didn't have to take the same journey as other people, then as I just said, you may feel like you did not deserve it. And maybe harm should have come to you as well. Then this makes you question, um, the fairness, like, was this fair? And I remember saying to God, because there are some, a handful of women that I know, shout out to my sisters in this breast cancer fight right now. Um, Latia, I, I, I pray earnestly for her. Barbara, Barbara was on our podcast. Um, and I, I'm only sharing their names because their stories, they, they've shared their own stories publicly at this point. And then there's another young lady. I won't share her name because she hasn't shared her story, but the three of them, they were in this fight or they are in this fight right now and they're going through it. And I remember thinking, God, why, why did they have to go this way? And, and I didn't. And again, they're surviving and they're making it and they're thriving. And I am so blessed and, and so um, grateful to see them and, and to witness their journey. But for me, I was looking like, God, I don't want to talk about my story because because I'm, because I didn't go that route. And it was almost like, I didn't even feel worthy to, to call myself a survivor. Come on, y'all. I'm being honest with you all today. I'm being honest because I want to free somebody else up. How ridiculous of me to not want to call myself a survivor because I didn't go through the very thing. I didn't take the very route that I didn't want to take in the first place. How ridiculous is that? It's like, we ask God to do some things for us. We press in, we pray, we fast. Cause these are all things that I did, go back and listen to the last episode. We pray, we fast, we press in, we get in God's face. We do the work. Cause again, I told you guys last time you got to partner with God. We have a part to play. I did my part and he did his part. He made good on his promise. And then here I am saying, I don't know why, why it happened for me this way. God, why, why didn't I go the other way? You know how that has to be a slap in the face to God. Like you pray for all these things and then you decided that I'm not worthy. Okay. Then with survivor's remorse, you may feel guilt over what, what you should have done or regret that you didn't do enough. And so this is where I sometimes find myself. And again, I'm not really suffering from this survivor's remorse anymore, but sometimes when, when you have remorse because you made it out of something, and again, your thing doesn't necessarily have to be illness. I just named a, a plethora of things that you can survive from. You, you, um, you're, you're a survivor. Anytime you make it out of something that was de- meant to destroy you, something that hell sent to shut you down, you survive. And so, you may have guilt over what you should have done, or maybe you didn't do enough to, to help other people. And sometimes because I've made it out and I feel like God has given me this formula, he's given me this, this secret, this, 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 this thing that can help to deliver and heal other people. And he's also set me on a quest to kind of begin to help people. And, um, 
Uh, I won't talk about that now. I'll talk about that another time. But he he's kind of ignited this new passion in me. Like, hey, that's not the only way. Chemotherapy and radiation and all of those things is not the only way. I'm not saying it's not a way because it's absolutely doing what it needs to do for people. But there, this, there's, there's not, there's no just not one way to skin a cat. That's what I'm trying to say. Y'all it's, there's not just one way to skin a cat. The Lord said that I'm, I'm showing you a, a different way. I'm showing you another way. And so sometimes with me, because there are people around me, um, very close to me that even since my diagnosis have been diagnosed with other forms of cancer and, I want to help them. I do. And so sometimes I feel bad because I can't do enough to help them. And it's like, you want to grab people out. I know I'm talking to somebody when you made it out of some stuff. Sometimes you feel bad because you survived because you want to save people, but some people don't even want to be saved. Hello. Some people don't want your help. Some people want to take the journey that they want to take. Some people have to do it in their own time. And I know we often feel like, Hey, you don't have to make the mistakes I made. You don't have to go the route out that I went. I, I can save you some time. I can show you a shortcut because I've done this before. God has given me the information. He's put me up on game. But listen, baby, you can't feel bad or guilty about what other people are not willing to accept. You can't feel bad because you're trying to fix a situation and people don't want to be fixed. You got to stand firmly and gratefully in your healing, in your deliverance, in your freedom, whatever God has brought you out of in that survivorship, you stand firm in that and you give him the glory for it. You may also feel guilty over what you did. And, and, and here I was feeling guilty over what I did. And what do I mean by that? You feel guilty for practicing self-preservation. Like you did everything you needed to do to survive. Um, the example that Mayo Clinic says, you feel guilty like maybe you push people out of the way to run from an impending disaster. Or maybe you feel good, I mean, I'm sorry, guilty for the experiencing the opportunity to seek safety and refuge when, when you were in danger or something like that or when other people were in danger. No, you can't feel bad because you did what you needed to do to survive. And that's what I had to say to myself. I can't feel bad because I survived, because I radically changed my life because I radically changed my eating habits because I was was working out because I radically changed my mind because I began to push people out I put people out of the room guys I think I talked about that last episode I'm not sure but if I didn't I put people out of the room I tell you I'm always reminded that when Jesus did some of his greatest healing work he put people out of the room he put them out while he healed and then he brought them back in to present the healed person to them so that he could get the glory and so I can't feel bad because I push people out because I push things away I can't feel guilty about that I can't feel guilty about about the things that I did to make sure that I was able to preserve myself and neither can you. You cannot feel guilty about the things that you had to do to ensure that you were able to make it through, to ensure that you were able to survive. People who are trying to make you feel bad because you had to put them on a timeout or even because you had to push them to the side. Like, hey, this is about me surviving right now. This is about me making it out. So <laughs> you may be feeling this guilt because of the fact that you made it out because you survived. 
But I want you to ask yourself, who, why am I feeling guilty? Who's truly responsible for this? It's not me. And so I had to remind myself that I was under an attack. Last year was a diabolical plan to take me out. And it's so funny. I, I, I've been, um, I'm connected to someone on social media and baby girl is going through it. Okay. Like, it's just like one thing after another, like attack after attack after attack. And I'm watching her. And I was just thinking about her today as I was praying for her. And I said, Lord, I see, I see, I see your hand on her life. I do because I see this same diabolical plan that was coming up against me. It's, it's coming up against her. Like, and this is, thing after thing after thing after thing, right? We've talked about that extensively, how I felt in 2022. But I know that your hand is on her life because she's dodging everything. Everything the enemy is trying to bring up against her, her and her family, they're dodging it, right? And so I, I, I'm not gonna feel bad because this was an attack against me, just like she shouldn't feel bad when she makes it out of this thing. On the other side of this, I pray that she does not carry any survivor's guilt because everything that was meant to destroy her, everything that was meant to kill her, she dodged that thing and she made it out because of the anointing that is on her life. I tell you guys all the time, the anointing, the oil of God, it makes you slippery. You're able to slip out of situations that would destroy other people, but don't you dare feel bad about that. That. And you know why you don't have to feel bad. You know why you don't have to carry the guilt and the remorse because it was God. It was his grace. It was his mercy. It was his strength and his power that brought you out. So don't you dare take blame for anything. Remind yourself that you are more than a conqueror. Remind yourself that God called you a survivor before you even got into that which you were, that you walked out of. Remind yourself, you got to be able to move on from what you experience. And that's key for me because I was stuck. Like I said, I didn't want to open my mouth. You guys know I'm very vocal. I'm very transparent. I believe that one of the reasons that, that I go through so much is because I got a big mouth. I got a big mouth. And so when, when God can trust you with the glory, he going to continue to give you stories. <laughs> and and I remember 2015, I don't know if I've ever talked about that on, on the podcast, but 2015, I was depressed. I was in the dumps. I had never experienced depression in my life. And God, and, and, and as God is my witness, Lord, Lord willing, I never have to experience that again because I don't wish depression on my worst enemy. That is a very dark gloomy place to be it hurts like depression hurts and when I say hurt I don't mean a physical hurt I can't really describe it but anyone who has ever been under that veil of depression you know what I mean it's very difficult it's, it's difficult to function to navigate it's very hard for you to even um, process your thoughts I I hated myself in that moment because I wasn't who I was accustomed to be. I was trying to get back to my joy and I couldn't find it. I struggled to do everyday things, right? I struggled to do everyday things. And 
And I had to remember that it was God who brought me out of that thing. It was him who gave me the victory. But I promised then that I was never going to succumb to that. And so you got to be careful because if you allow this guilt to set in, as I told you earlier, even with Lisa, who was on the podcast, if you allow this um, survivor's remorse to set in, you you almost get to a place of grieving. You get to a place of, of grieving what was, grieving what could have been, grieving over stuff that didn't even happen. I, if, if I wasn't careful with, with this, um, survivor's remorse, I would start grieving over a breast cancer taking me out when it didn't even take me out. And that's what the enemy plans to do. And so I had to decide that I was going to get up. I was going to speak out. I was going to share my story because again, God has allowed me to go through these situations so that I can share it so that I can open my mouth. And the reason I brought up that whole depression thing just came back to me. I went all off on a tangent guys. But the reason I brought that depression thing up is because it was then that I stood in the mirror and I said, God, why am I here? Why am I going through this? And you know what he said? He said, because I know you gonna get, I know that I can get the glory out of your story. I know that when, when I bring you up out of this, you're going to use your voice to help other people. And let me be honest. It was some of my own things that put me into the pit. Okay. I can't lie. I, that year I was very disobedient. I said yes to a lot of things that I should have said no to. I agreed. I took on some things. I got into partnerships, things that God specifically told me not to do. And that stuff ran me into the ground. Disobedience led to my depression. Okay. It led me right to a pit of depression. And that's for somebody that's listening. Disobedience will lead you to a pit of depression. Ask me how I know. So, um, I'm saying that to say you can, you're, you're, you gotta speak up you, you, and you may not have a podcast, you may not have a platform, but when you're suffering from survivor's remorse, you don't even want to share your, your testimony. And it, again, it may not be on a, a platform. You may just be speaking to the, the person you ride the train with. It may be your next door neighbor who needs to hear your story. God is urging. He is tugging at your heart to open your mouth and just to minister to people and to tell them what he has brought you out of what you have survived but survivors remorse will have you um afraid to even share right survivors remorse will have your your mouth closed then i want you to to think about all the people who love you and how they feel about your survival that was one way i moved past my survivors remorse i was like chrissy what would have happened if you didn't survive this thing and of course I know this sounds so stupid coming out of my mouth. I do like me hearing these words, like you wanted to survive, ma'am. So why do you feel guilty about surviving? But remind yourself of all the people who love you, who are surrounding you, who are happy that you made it out. They're happy that you made it out. They see your survival as a gift. They see your survival as a gift. And one of the, the, the main ways, and we just kind of already touched on this, um, to, to move past this survivor's remorse is to do something with your survival. Do something with it. Turn your pain into purpose. Turn your pain into power. You made it out for a reason. Um, there's oftentimes when I see people who are sick and we're praying for them to be healed, they're on their deathbeds. And um, 
just this is just a little game. I'm, I'm put y'all up on a little game, like you know, as an intercessor. I don't always pray for people to be healed. I'm going to be honest with you. And I know this might be a tough pill for people to swallow because, and and the Lord has taught me this in prayer. I don't always pray for people immediately to be healed who are on their deathbeds. Yes. I would love to see them restore. Um, Yes. I want their families to get a little extra time with them. But one of the things that the Lord has, has taught me and led me in prayer is pray that if I heal them, that they get up and do something with it. Because otherwise, y'all don't want to hear this. It's a wasted healing. What are they going to do with their life when they get up out of this hospital bed? When they take up their mat and walk, I want them to go out and proclaim the goodness of the Lord. I want them to do something with it. I want them to live their life in a way that this healing was not wasted. This healing was not in vain. So I pray, I've changed my prayer sometimes. It's like, God, move on this person, shift their mentality, ignite their purpose so that when they get up out of this bed, God, when you release this healing, that they take this thing and they do something with it, that they impact lives. So if you're suffering from survivor's remorse, if you're guilty that you made it out, I challenge you to take that very thing that tried to kill you and use it to impact the lives of other people. And again, it may not be on a grand scale. It may not be big, but God, has given us all uh, assignments. They may be small, seemingly small assignments, but even if you touch one person, the person that you see at the grocery store, that little kid that you see walking down the block because you know you survived, you made it up out the hood, you made it up out the streets, you were a hot mess. I was a hot mess. Can I tell y'all the truth? I was just telling somebody about me as a teenager and they, they, their mouth was just dropped open. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I was like, yes, believe it, believe it. And it stemmed because I shared something on social media and it said, I have friends with degrees, LLCs and felonies. And I said, you know what? I was the friend that almost had three. I almost had a felony y'all. I was going to court. But by the grace of God, I thank God that he brought me out of my stupidity, that he brought me out of that thing, that he cleared and vindicated my name because he had something to do for me. So I thank God that the people who were praying for me, they were, they were praying and fasting. My mama and my auntie and my family and all those people who wrote letters for me to the judge to have some mercy on me. They were praying and standing in agreement that God, when you get her out of this mess, May she do something with it because if not, we've wasted this thing. We've wasted our time. So use that pain to impact people. Use that pain to impact people. And lastly, I'm going to tell you, again, I got this off Mayo Clinic, practice self-care. If you survived anything that was meant to kill you, if you survived trauma, take care of yourself emotionally, physically, mentally take care of yourself mentally i got to guard my thoughts if i would i'm not being honest with you if i don't tell you that every now and again something comes up and it tries to trigger me it tries to take me back and i keep reminding myself that god said the giants i saw then i'm not gonna see again i quote that scripture all the time the giants you see before you you won't have to see them again you're not gonna have to pass by this way and so i encourage you to begin to speak that over yourself you came out of that trauma you survived you don't have to go back because oftentimes survivor's guilt is gonna wants to cause you to replay that thing and 
and, and set this fear up in you that you're going to have to go back, that you're not really healed, that you're not really delivered. Fear tries to take root and, and cause all of these, these things to grow up in you. And you got to shut that stuff down. So I have to take care of myself mentally. You definitely got to take care of yourself spiritually. Okay. So get your rest. You guys know I talk about rest all the time. Get your rest. Eat well. I'm going to be honest. These last few days, because I've been, these last two weeks, not even days, last two weeks, I've been running around, getting stuff together for prom. I have not been eating. I have not been working out. And guess what? I feel it in my body. I'm not taking care of myself. And so I'm committed to getting back on track this week. I have to take care of yourself. Be well physically, mentally, spiritually emotionally be well so again if you're suffering from this survivor's remorse i i just pray that you uh, really get in a place of stillness and a place of quietness allow the lord to minister to you he brought you out for a reason he counts you worthy of surviving and if you survived he wants you to do something with that survivorship. Don't just sit on your testimony. Don't just hide behind whatever God has brought you out of. No, he wants you to come in front of that thing. He wants you to step out in front of that thing. He wants to present you healed and whole and delivered, joyful, peaceful. He wants to present you in your right mind. Some of you all have survived what was meant to take you out mentally. It was meant to make you go crazy. I tell people all the time, some of the stuff that I have walked through, it would have caused other people to go nuts. But thank God, I am still mentally intact. I'm still sane. You made it out. Your mind is intact. Your body is intact. You may have a few bumps and bruises and scrapes, but it didn't do what it was intended to do. I told you guys, I left 2022 with four scars. Four. Five, actually. One, two, three, four, five. Five. I left 2022 with five scars. But guess what? The weapon formed, but it didn't prosper. It didn't do that which the enemy intended for it to do. I survived. And as a survivor, I refuse to stand in guilt. I am going to thank God for my healing. I'm going to thank him for bringing me out. And I'm going to use what he brought me out of to impact other people. That's how I will not. That's how I will not. I refuse to go back. I refuse to slip into a place of guilt and remorsefulness about what God has done in my life. I will not apologize for what God has done in my life. Come on, y'all. Don't apologize for the favor of God that is on your life. Don't apologize because his hand is on you. Don't hide and, and feel bad because of what he's done in your life. And here's the thing. God is no respecter of persons. And just because he did it this way in your life is what I had to tell myself. Doesn't mean that the way he's doing it in somebody else's life is any less effective. It doesn't make, it doesn't make me want to have to hide. It shouldn't make me want to have to hide the way he did it in my life. Just because my way looked different. Either way is not any less effective. If you made it out and you survived, thank God for that. Regardless of the route that he took you on.
All right. So that's all I wanted to share today. I know it sounds like I'm fussing guys, but I don't want you to be stuck. Like I was stuck. I wasn't stuck that long. Thank God. Because again, I shared. And so if you're in a place where you're feeling like that, I encourage you to find some people who you can trust to pray for you and walk you through that and break that thing off of you because that survivor's remorse. I truly believe is demonic. That is not of God. He does not want you being remorseful for surviving. Okay. That's all I got for you guys. That's all I got. Stay tuned. I do have a lot of announcements coming down. I just don't want to be premature in sharing them. But I'm working on some amazing things, guys. I'm super excited. Oh, I will say this. We do have the writers, um, the summer scribe writing cohort. Listen, y'all. Y'all know I love my scribes. I love my scribes. I love my scribes. It's time to write those books, y'all. So I will drop the link to that in the show notes as well. I have not even publicly announced it. So you guys are getting it exclusively. You want to sign up. Those of you who are in the Chicagoland area, we will be doing in-person classes this time. I'm super excited. But you can also, if you're not in the Chicagoland area, you can join us virtually. So I will drop the link to that. In the show notes, you guys want to join us for the summer cohort cohort of the scribe um, retreat. I promise if you work this program, you can write that book in 45 days or less. Ask me how I know, because I got proof. I got receipts, y'all. I got people who have done the thing, okay? And so I'm excited about that. And you know what? I need to bring them on the podcast, too. I got a few people who uh, went through the, the cohort last year, and they are doing so well, doing some phenomenal things with their books. And so I'd love to bring them on so you guys can hear from them as well. That's all I got, y'all. That's all the good game I got. I don't got much time because why? It's time to move on to the next. These girls are keeping me super busy. Please keep me lifted in prayer. I am praying for you as always. I love you guys so much and I will be back. I think the next time we come back, you'll hear from our first game changer of the season. Super excited to share her with you guys. As I said, it's going to be juicy. It's going to be raw. It's going to be a little uncomfortable for the saints, but husbands and wives i encourage you to grab your spouse because this episode is gonna be real real good all right i love you guys so much and i hope you know it i really do thank you guys so much for tuning in it's your girl Kristen r harris oh wait a minute hold on i'm tripping wait we gotta say the tagline what god puts us up on that good good game why you know, because he wants us to win, right? So I love you guys. I will see you guys next time. It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and I'm out. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of God Put Me Up On Game. I pray that something was said that set you up to win at this thing called life. Remember, this game is to be told, so don't keep it to yourself. We'll be back here next week, but in the meantime, you can come find us on all social media channels at God Put Me Up On Game. We would love to connect with you. See you later, winners.